Hi Tribe, welcome to the 16th episode of the Tribe Secrets Podcast. Today's episode is a bit controversial, however very interesting. As you know, controversies are interesting. Right, so what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the concept of OPA. What is OPA? You know, what does that mean? How does it come together? It sounds good, but what is it? In the world of business, internet marketing, entrepreneurship, and social media, OPA is a very overlooked concept. It's a concept that people talk about indirectly, but have not actually figured out or put a name to it yet. And I had this concept from a guy, uh, I forgot his name now, but he is a LinkedIn expert and he talks about the concept of OPA. Now, you're probably familiar with OPM, other people's money. Everybody and anybody who's read the Rich Dad Poor Dad book or who is into real estate investment talks about OPM, other people's money, other people's money, other people's money you know this is so you know 1990s it still exists but it's quite an old concept going forward into the era the ever-evolving era of social media guys opm does not apply okay do not bring opm to me for social media okay in the world we're going into as internet marketers as expert business owners what we should be doing, what we should be leveraging is OPA. Okay, 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 fine. I'm going to tell you what OPA is. OPA means other people's audiences. Guys, hey. Other people's audiences. What is this? What is other people's audiences? Now, if you if you've ever followed someone like Russell Branson, or you know, if you've if you've done the OFA challenge, you know what the Dream 100 is. You know how to probably you understand the concept of leveraging somebody else's audience to gain popularity. And that's all OPA is. It's leveraging other people's authorities, other people's audiences to build your brand, to build your business, build your credibility. Okay. Now, this is so such a powerful and overlooked concept because it's used in many different areas, many different parts of social media, and people don't understand it. However, today I'm going to break it down to you how to use OPA for three different purposes, leveraging other people's audiences, other people's authority for three different purposes. Purpose number one is your LinkedIn growth. How do you leverage other people's audiences and authority to grow your LinkedIn? Number two, how do you leverage other people's authorities, other people's audiences in your advertising? And number three, how do you leverage other people's credibility, other people's audiences to create brand awareness okay now there's probably a lot more that you can use it for 
But I'm going to limit it to three because I tend to get excited about this, which means I will talk a lot and then the episode is going to run for about 20 minutes. Um, I'm trying to keep it short and sweet. So I'm going to keep it to just three three, um, purposes that you can leverage OPAs for. Now, number one, other people's audiences and authority for LinkedIn growth. Guys, LinkedIn is not used nearly enough. Now I'm guilty. I would put my hands up. I know a lot about LinkedIn, but I do not use that platform because as you know, it's exhausting being split across multiple platforms. I currently focus on Facebook and Instagram, a little bit on Twitter. LinkedIn is number four right now for me. Okay. I'm trying to get it up there, but my business does not require, you know, direct or call marketing so going into people's inboxes and stuff so that's probably why I don't use LinkedIn a lot a lot but I'm going to start using LinkedIn because as I'm about to reveal to you you can actually grow really really quickly on LinkedIn by leveraging other people's authorities now how do you do this okay so if you don't know how LinkedIn works I'm going to give you an overview LinkedIn lets you connect with other people with like-minded people um and then you connect with them but not like you connect on facebook so you 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 can send somebody a a connection on linkedin but they actually need to know you first before they respond or linkedin is going to sort of try to make sure that you know you have a similar connection with that person before they can connect you now how do you grow on such a platform when you want to leverage what we call LinkedIn influencers, but then you actually don't know them, you have no connections with them. How do you leverage them? The first thing you do is get a list of LinkedIn influencers in your niche. It's probably going to take you half a day. You research, you know, your niche, research keywords, people who are known influencers in your niche, who, what are they like on LinkedIn? Who do they follow and who follows them? Okay, so you want to make a list of them, probably about 50 of them. Make a list of these people. Then the next thing you want to do is start engaging with their content. Okay, and I I don't just mean like we do on Facebook. I don't mean, oh, this is great content. Oh, this is great. No, no, no. You want to add value. You want to actually say something that is worth them replying you you want to say something that's going to get them to notice you and actually drop a response back on your comments so that they get to know you now the way the reason you want to do this is so that when you send them a connection request they actually accept you because if you send a connection request just like that out of the blue they're most likely not going to accept you because a lot of people send them requests a lot of people want to sell to them so in order to stand out you need to get them to notice you first you need to play the reverse psychology game here okay guys psychology persuasion get them to notice you by giving something to them first. Now, this is not a lead magnet, like when they go to your website, this is actually adding value to their post, engaging with their post, increasing the algorithm of their posts, and they would appreciate that. And in return, when you send them a friend request, they already know you, so they're going to accept you. Now, here is where the secret lies, herein the secret lies. Sorry, I had to do that. (laughs) Okay, so this is where the secret lies, guys. 
There's something on LinkedIn called first connection. Okay. You want these 50 people that you've written down to be your first connections. When they are your first connections, when they comment on your post or like your post or interact with your posts or share your documents or whatever it is, in whatever way they engage with you on Facebook, on LinkedIn, everybody that's connected to them is going to see that, okay? All their connections, typically they will have 500 plus connections. All their connections are going to see that they've interacted with you one way or another when they interact on your platform. What does this do? This increases your reach like pronto. It increases your reach literally overnight. And then you're going to start getting all this, you know, ads from people that are friends with them. But then they are very, very high quality leads because they figure that for this person to interact with you, you must be what you're waiting gold. So they're going to connect with you. That is a trickle down effect. So you are actually just going for the head of the pack. And then because the head of the pack interacts with you, all the rest of the pack starts to interact with you. Guys, this is very powerful. This is a no brainer. Okay. You need to try this and let me know if it's worked for you. Again, you can always find me on Facebook. I am Aima Ace on Facebook and on Instagram. I am at the tribe secrets on Instagram. Find me and let me know if this has worked for you on LinkedIn. Okay, guys, I'm going to go to the second purpose. The second purpose is using other people's authority and other people's audiences for your campaigns. Okay, campaigns, specifically your ads, all right? It could be your Google ads or your Facebook ads. Those are the two primary sources of traffic, um, paid traffic advertisements right now online on the internet. How do you do this? Now, there's multiple ways you can do this. I'm going to give you two main ways you can do this. If you have been lucky enough to have a picture with uh, someone that's credible, you know, I, I dream 100 person, so someone on your dream 100 list. Uh, right, okay, let me start again. The dream 100 is a list of people that you'd like to interact with, people that are in the same field as you, but then they're very, very high achievers in that list. For example, I'll give you a very, very obvious one. If you're into motivation, personal development, mindset, Mr. Tony Robbins would be on your dream 100 list. That's somebody you hope to share the stage with someday. If you're into, there's Oprah Winifrey as well. Oprah would be on your dream 100 list. I mean, if you like her, because someday you'd hope to talk to Oprah or be on her show or share a stage with Oprah or get Oprah to notice you one day. So you have this list of people that, you know, that have your potential audiences. The people that your potential audiences follow, they will typically be your Dream 100 list. Now, Dream 100 list means your dream audience, the list, a list of, a list of 100 influencers, credible people who are very successful in your niche, who have the audience, who have the attention of your audience. Okay, that may have been a lot of words. I'm going to say that again. Your dream 100 list is a list of 100 highly influential people in your niche who have the authority of your dream audience. Okay, now this means people who are highly influential, people like Tony Robbins, Les Brown, if you want to be a public speaker, or if you just want to be an Instagram 
um, influencer. You have people like, you know, Patricia Bright and um, whoever else the Instagram influencers are. You have them on your Dream 100 list. What you start to do is try to reach out to them. Now, typically, you can't get through to them. So on your ads, what you do is if you've been lucky enough to have a picture with them, you put a picture with them as the face of your ads and then you put a story as to how they impacted your life and how it made a difference you following them. Now, the idea is to target your ads to their audience so that they see you, they see that you've interacted with this figure and then they are able to relate with you more. The second way to do this is by holding up a book of theirs. So presumably, if you're looking up to this influential figure, they are a published author as well, a speaker. So you either have a photo of them speaking on stage. No, you can't have that. Scratch that. You have a book that they've written in your hands. And you say, so for example, Gary Vaynerchuk's Crush It. You know, you can say how... Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It, changed my life in, oh, sorry. You can say five ways on how Gary Vaynerchuk's book, Crush It, changed my life. And then you go ahead to write an emotional story on how, so this is this would then be on your text description. You write an emotional story on how that book affected your life. You go into detail about the epiphany, the moment where, you know, the book really, really resonated with you so much that it changed your life. That's how you target them in your ads. And then in your audience targeting, you target people that are interested in Gary Vaynerchuk and maybe social media and maybe wine. These are people that would obviously be familiar with him. And when they see you holding a picture of his book and telling a story about how he changed your life, they would be instantly hooked and instantly interested just to not forget to put that mega super attractive headlines to get them to click, okay? Now, the third way you can do this is using just, you know, mini influencers or or influencers that are more reachable. So people that are probably at the bottom of your Dream 100 list to get brand awareness. So this works especially for e-commerce products, physical products you got an influencer in your niche. So if you're in the beauty space, for example, um, there is a lady called Patricia Bright. She's, um, this is the female beauty space. Um, so you got a product, you're probably shipping it from China or you're manufacturing it yourself. You send it to Patricia and say, Patricia, can you help me promote this to your audience, please? And Patricia tells you how much it's going to cost you for her to promote it tell you how she's going to promote it. She's probably going to promote it on her Instagram story and on her YouTube channel. So you can sponsor a video on her YouTube channel or you can have her promote it on her Instagram story for a certain duration. Now, it will reach her audience with a discount code that brings her audience to you. Okay, so you've then leveraged on her influential authority, her influential Uh, influence on her audience and getting them to your product now this is not proven in sand to work so if you've got 10 of these people probably you're going to get a response from three of them but then those three would be enough for you to get enough cost enough data what you're looking for here is data be enough for you to get enough data on the audience that are actually attracted to your product 
from there you can scale into paid ads you know on platforms like facebook and google but to get initial data on your audience to get real customer avatar data remember we spoke about this a few episodes ago so rather than just your ideal data you have real avatar data that you can then target in your full scaled paid ads so that is a lot to take in guys um listen to this episode again if you want to understand more about it and if you want me to talk a bit more or if there's something you didn't understand you got any questions hit me up on facebook i'm at ace or on instagram at tribe secrets and i'll be happy to answer whatever questions you've had and talk to you more about this i might do another episode on this if it gains a lot of traction um but remember other people's audiences okay not other people's money but other people's audiences i hope you've enjoyed this episode and learned a thing or two i shall see you in the next episode